Welcome to episode Who Gives a Shit of the Valley Boys. I am your host, Dave Weasel. We do not have Brandon in just yet. He is recovering from surgery, just had two ribs removed so he could suck his own dick, but he'll be joining us in a minute. Right now we got comedian, black man, Mark Norman joining us via Zoom. Mark, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. We got you on Zoom FaceTime, and it looks like you're walking around, what is that, New York City? Oh, yeah. Nice. You got your face and penis all covered up? Sure, sure. I'm not wearing any panties, but yeah, I got a mask on. (laughs) Well, you'd mentioned that you can't do Zoom meetings in your house. What's going on with that? Did you get evicted or what? Well, I live in a shoebox. It's like six square feet, and uh, I live with my girlfriend. She's in a wheelchair, and she's she's getting a little annoyed because I Zoom (laughs) like 19 times a day, and so I'm just trying to cut her a quick break here. Well, it gives her something to listen to while she's waiting for the elevator. Uh, does she know you? Did she know you're gay? Uh, I think she figured it out when I couldn't get it up all those years. But uh, I use a strap on. <laughs> well, a good thing about a strap on is you don't have to keep feeding it that off-brand Viagra everyone sells on their podcast. Uh, so you got a special coming out May twelfth. You're releasing it on YouTube. Was it always supposed to come out May twelfth, or are you just dropping it now because it's the quarantine? It was uh, it was one last ditch effort to see if Netflix or one of these Jews would buy it. HBO, <laughs> nobody wanted it. It's uh, a lot of identity politics coming into play and whatnot. And uh, I just said, "Fuck it, let's put it on YouTube as a pandemic. Let's get some eyeballs. People can't leave their house, so yeah. uh, this is a perfect time to put on some entertainment." Nice. Yeah. So you'd mentioned that you're looking for a Jew to buy it. Um, are you? sort of blackballed by the Jehovah's Witness community or the Muslims or the Christians or why a Jew? Yeah, I mean, uh, these muzzies are pretty cheap. The Scientologists won't answer my calls and the Mormons are all cuckoo. So I figured the Jews might have had the most coin. It's just going stereotypically. (laughs) Well, going stereotypically, the Jews have the most coin because they save the most coin. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but one of the stereotypes going around on the streets right now is that Jews are a little cheap. A little stingy. Oh, oh, I'm not, I guess you're right. That's a good point. But Jews are funny. They know comedy. You know, you got your Woody Allen, your Seinfeld, your Larry David, your Adam Sandler, your Groucho Marx. A lot of funny heaps. That's a lot of Jews you can name all at once. It's like you're keeping a list of them or something. And checking it twice. I know every Jew in the biz. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the tribe. I wish I was one. Uh, if you look at my website, I have a whole page just dedicated to the uh, chosen people. Well, if you really want to dedicate a page to them, you'd you'd put it on a free website um, instead of your official one. But uh, don't be keeping lists. I I, I keep a list. Uh, you know who just made my list? These goddamn murder hornets. You hear this shit? Well, what's going on? I feel like that was the biggest news for two days, and now I haven't heard a peep about a, a murder bee or whatever they are. Like, dude, that's our attention span right now, man. Uh, we just NASA or some. Space Force, whatever the fuck, just confirmed that those UFO videos from a couple years ago are verified to be exactly what it shows in the video. I know. So, like, I've just stopped listening because if we can't hang on to a UFO, what the hell's what's what's the point? Like, is it here? Is it not here? I don't get it. I know. I know we're looking for a headline and we're chasing some clickbait, but like, you know, is it real or no? Or should I? Why should I care about one if everything's a ten? Why should I even listen anymore? You know what I mean? Well, it's because nobody gives a shit. No one fucking cares. They can't leave their house. I mean, except for you walking around Manhattan. By the way, you got your, your mask is floating down a little bit. I can see your balls. 
Well, I may, I'm, I'm six feet from uh, civilization, right? Isn't that the rule? I, I, the rules are getting topsy-turvy as well. I don't know where we're at here. Well, did you see that the majority of cases in the U.S. of coronavirus came from New York City for everyone here? I believe it. It's probably just the comedians zipping right. around all over the country. Yeah, you were the first person I thought of. You flying around with your whole list of Jews. Yeah, I'm I'm patient zero ticket sales. <laughs> Man, you and me both. Although I think I sold three last time I was in New York. But I was thinking about doing the same thing. Uh, I've been sitting on an album for a while, shopping around different buyers. Uh, the best I got, the best deal I was offered was one of these major pig heads offered half Half of all royalties, half of everything. Okay. Um, and they basically don't do anything to promote it, but I would get to release it on their name. Yeah, uh, that's tough. Half is a big one. That's a big chunk. Well, they'd probably give the Mark Norman percentage uh, something like 55%, you know, but shitty Dave Weasel, they're like mm, 50%. Well, now that it's on YouTube, I get all the royalties and they're zero. But it's all of them. Now you're in Dave Weasel royalty territory. So who is this Dave Weasel guy? Sucks. I'm out of the loop. Well, let's see. I'm a Virgo, I think. Uh, and I'm Canadian. Ah, uh, gross. <laughs> almost as bad as the Jews. But I've been in America <laughs> exactly five years as of yesterday. Hey, congrats. Yeah, thank you. I hardly ever get congratulated on that. It seems like... Half of the country says, why the fuck would you ever want to come here? And the other half would say, get the fuck out. But the hardest part isn't the people or the immigration system. It's getting stage time in L.A. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, Everybody's egomaniac. They're up their own ass. And uh, no one really listens. Have you noticed that? You go, hey, blah, blah, blah. And they go, oh, yeah, what was that? Screenplay? Uh, Producer? (laughs) Huh? What? Like... It's tough. Everybody's, I get it. Everybody's scrounging because there's so many people in the business there that you're trying to claw your way to the top. Or fucking suck your way to the top, which for guys like me, that's not even an option. But the weirdest part about, say, the comedy store, trying to get in with them, is when you when you do shows there, when you're put on the bill, uh, you have to be seen by people that work there and actually book the comedians. And you'll tell them, all right, I'm on at 7 o'clock. you going to watch this? And he's like, yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens. And then you get off and you're like, did you see it? And they're like, no, I missed it. So yeah. re- repeat that 20 more times. And then that's what it's like trying to get in there on their actual radar and booked regularly. Yeah, that's a tough room, too. And I know exactly what you mean. I'll, I'll fly out to do a Conan. A Conan. So I'll be like, all right, hey, Adam or whoever at the store, can I, can I run my set? And they go, oh, sure, we'll give you five minutes on this show. I show up, it's at 6 p.m., I'm first on a bringer before the host. And you're like, I've, I've got a, a couple hour specials here. Like, uh, I've been on Conan 19 times, I'm coming out here to do TV, and I can't get a spot on any real show. Like, it's it's kooky. <laughs> Man, it is kooky. That's why you got to use the internet. Comics have to use the internet more and more, whether it's Twitter, YouTube, social media, that donkey trash, you know? Yeah, you really do. And uh, and I get it. He's got a million comics to worry about, and he's trying to give everybody a spot. And I'm probably not selling tickets. But those produce shows over there are, are killer. That uh, comedy chaos that Tripoli does, oh, that's yeah. one of the best shows in the, in the country. Oh, totally. And if you, were to, if, if you look at the bill on, on, on any one of his shows, if you were to spend the kind of money on tickets in, say, Winnipeg or Louisville, Kentucky or Columbus, Ohio, you're... You, 
it, it would cost you thousands of dollars to totally. eventually see all those people you get to see in one night on any given Tripoli show or, or really any night at the comedy store. Any given night at the comedy store is just like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like all those people could sell out a theater or an arena, whether it's Rogan or uh, Sebastian or Dalia or Segura or Kreischer. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's like these people could do, you know, a benefit at the Staples Center if they all put their shit together. Mm, definitely. And if not if not the Staples Center, some of the mid-tier comedians on that bill could easily sell out the biggest arena in, say, Missouri or wherever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's quite a deal. And then people get pissed like, oh, it's these white men every night. You're like, well, they sell tickets. I don't know. You sell some fucking tickets. Mm. Yeah, that's been going on for a while. My first ever, uh, the first time I ever did a, a Purdue show at the comedy store, I reposted the little flyer they had for it. And someone right away was like, oh, look at that. It's all white men on the bill. What's your yeah. problem, Dave? You hate women? I'm like, what the fuck? I have no power. I have no pull over who's on the bill. I mean, if it, if it was up to me, it would just be me and then me again and closed out by me. So, yeah, I guess it would be all white men if it were up to me. <laughs> right. Not, not to mention, I feel bad for the booker because he's got to deal with all that shit. And he's like, look, you cunts. I'm, I book Ali Wong. She's pregnant. So I got to put her on first. And then I book Eliza Schlesinger and Whitney Cummings and they they come when they can like what if they say no it's all on the booker like it's everyone else's fault but the people you know like he, he's trying to book whitney he'd love to book whitney but she's busy she's on the road but he still gets shit for that <coughs> you can only and then they, oh sorry then they say oh well, put this girl on and you want to go yeah but she stinks you know like i know it's a girl but we're trying to book a a, a quality show here either you got to sell tickets or you got to be killer you can't just be put on because you have a vagina or you're brown or gay or whatever. That that would be offensive. Right. They call that affirmative action. But isn't that how you get booked? Yeah, I'm a know. brown gay. Right. Yeah. That black don't crack. It just uh, gets a little lighter at 35. Yeah. That's where the identifying gets tricky, you know? Like, uh, well, hey, what if I just identify as this right now? So can I do that? And they go, well, that's bullshit. And you go, wow, can you tell me my truth? And it, it's all a big chasm of horseshit that we just keep falling down. And I don't know. Kooky. Sorry. I'm, I'm out in the playground. I got shit in my ass and my uh, dad's dad molested me. That'll, that'll, uh, that'll get you on some bills here and there. We're still. Okay, hang on. I think Brandon's ready to get patched in. Well, I don't even think there's another guy. Well, is it just you with, with personal, what is it, uh, multiple personalities, or what's going on here? That's that's correct. I don't actually have a partner. This was all a ploy to get to talk to you on Zoom. Uh, no, he he is sadly real as much as I wish it weren't true. He's just dragging his feet. All right. Cool. Well, I think this other guy's big time in us, or he, he killed himself or something. He's probably at a clan meeting. Actually, yesterday I posted something about that online there's there's this picture going around of this dude in a in a grocery store who's using a clan mask to cover his face to kind of protest that and I, I all i did was i said it was brandon and i posted other pictures of him wearing the clan hood but very poorly obviously photoshopped on and i i just deleted it right away because i didn't want to have to do a, a forced fake public apology for it you know yeah yeah you can't uh i do think that some of that public apology offended stuff will kind of slip away a little bit after this i hope i i would think but 
right now, because people don't have a lot to do, they're getting worked up about nothing. And I think a lot of that has to do with the whole uh, outrage culture is simply not having anything to do. I am really outraged at everything Brandon does because he's a, you know, he's a Trump supporter. So wait, is he like a real Trump guy or is this like an ironic thing? Well, the stupid thing he says is I'm a Trump voter, not a Trump supporter. So same thing. And oh, you'll okay. know right away just by looking at him. It's he's not like a Stephen Colbert thing. No, he's a goose-stepping, black-hating woman punching Trump supporter. Oh, oh, wow, okay. Well, at least that's that's the rumors I say about him anyway. But he really did say on one of the podcasts that the biggest financial strain to this country are single mothers that go on welfare. <laughs> Holy Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> so he's like a troll, kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of in a way that he, he'll say something so outrageous you think he must be joking, but those are his actual beliefs close to his heart. All right, all right, all right, interesting. But people enjoy him, right? He seems to have a following. Yeah, I mean, he's sort of like Alex Jones, but without any of the ambition. Oh, um, interesting. So you, you on the outside, you're a straight white male, but you identify as gay and as brown. Do yeah. you, in today's world, do you dare declare what you identify as politically uh i you know i sometimes i don't even know what to say because some i hang out with my super liberal queef and he's like hey this is this and i go yeah this is this then i'll hang out with a a, a conservative guy and he's like well this is this i'm like oh yeah so i guess i'm just a, a loser in the middle and uh, indecisive nothing wrong with that I mean, um, I, I like the gays. I want. I always like gay marriage. I want weed to be legal. Uh, I'm saying make prostitution legal. Uh, I think everybody should pay their their uh, fair share. The fair share stuff. I don't. I don't understand why that's so. So, uh, what's the a word? Crazy idea. Well, yeah. What's the term? Controversial. Yeah. Like. Well, they'll say fair isn't equal, and equal isn't fair. Yeah. Well, everybody has to pay what whatever the taxes are, 5%, let's say. So the rich guy pays 5%, so he puts in a couple mil, and the poor guy pays 5%, so he puts in 200. Why are we mad now? The rich guy put a ton in. They go, yeah, but he should pay for everything. I'm like, well, he put in his money. I, I don't get the whole thing, but I, I'm, what do I know? Well, it, it's kind of libertarian, but it also goes along with kind of what Bernie's saying. Is it really? Yeah, well, in, involving making rich people pay, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying No, no, pay, pay their fair share. He pay does, your share. Yeah, he yeah. wants people to pay their fair share. It does go up a little bit. It won't be 5% for everybody. Uh, uh -huh. But the point is that they pay. And right now, they're just not paying. They're, not, they're paying a 0% because of these loopholes, and he wants to close the loopholes. Well, yeah. why wouldn't they have to pay? I mean, I don't get why just because somebody worked hard and figured out an invention or made a lot of money or started their own business that was successful – why do they get penalized for that? That's what I don't get. By paying more? Yeah, like this guy, should, the broke guy should pay 5% and the rich guy should pay 5%. And if the rich guy pays more, then shouldn't he have more privileges? <laughs> like, shouldn't he be able to go faster on the highway or something? Like, why? I don't get why he or she pays more. Why are they getting punished for being successful? Right. I get I that. I don't know. Am I nuts? You, no, in theory, that's how it should be. However, in reality, it's more like they're paying 1% by this 5% analogy than they are paying 5%. So it's about... Uh oh you lost me. Yeah, they they find ways to not pay taxes. Like oh, Jeff they Bezos. do? Yes. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's that's shitty. That's shitty. But I got it. It, it just feels kind of like uh, kind of ASCII for after a while. Like, hey, you have all this money. Give us some. Like, well, he doesn't have to give you anything. Or she doesn't have to give you anything. It's their money. Yeah, but I have none. And he has a ton. He doesn't need all that. Well, it doesn't matter if he needs it. I don't need my asshole, but uh, I'm going to keep it, you know. <laughs> Actually, I do need my asshole. But, you know, I don't need my nipples, but I'd like to keep them. Even if some guy has no nipples, like, hey, you got two. I can't have one. Like, well, I'd like to keep them. They're mine. <laughs> well, what about culturally? Because I, I heard you on a podcast. I think it was Fighter and the Kid where you said that you're, you're afraid of your own side. And as a, as a liberal person, I, I find that the yeah. same way. I'm afraid of these people that take things really too far and get offended and, and and I find it true more and more as time goes on with this whole let's get offended over nothing thing. And well, it's try, a luxury. You know? They don't realize it's a very luxurious lifestyle to just sit around and complain and bitch about everything else. You go create something. You start something. You go help somebody. Instead of just knocking everything down, go build something. Or at the very least, target something that is actually racist or actually sexist, where that's, that's the intent that they're trying to project out there. Uh, going after a comedian... Is, is profoundly stupid, yet somehow we've become public enemy number one. Yes. And we're just trying to make a joke, make light of something. There are racist people that you could target that energy towards, and maybe you'll make a difference. Like, go after Brandon. Brandon's a horrible person. Do it to him. I know. It's very strange. But again, it's it, one, it's a couple factors. One, comedians tell the truth. It's funny, the truth is funny. You know, comedy comes from the truth. So if you say, hey, big is beautiful and i go well why don't you gain a million pounds then wouldn't you be more beautiful and they go oh fuck you you piece of shit fat shamer you're like well wait well which one is it you know like you said it was beautiful but then if i tell you to get fatter you get mad at me i'm like so somebody's lying here and that's comedy basically you know that's a big part of comedy so i think that's why they hate it because uh you know, we, we got to sit around and go everybody's a superstar and everybody's special and everybody's great and everybody's awesome you're like, well, no, we still need janitors, you know, like <laughs> we, we have to have shitheads. That's if everybody's great, then nobody's great. You can't just say everybody's beautiful. Cause then that doesn't, that's not the definition of beauty. And I think there's nothing to measure it against. That's nothing to measure. And I think it's all feelings based. That's what it comes down to. Everybody's going, that hurts my feelings or that bothers me or that makes me uncomfortable. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But you're allowed to be uncomfortable. That's part of life. So. You can be upset, you can bitch, but like, don't call me a bad person because I made a joke that made you uncomfortable. You're just easily uncomfortable. That's a new word I made up. Easily uncomfortable. <laughs> Somebody put it well. They said, uh, dark jokes don't make you a bad person. It's a joke. It's made up. It's words. We're all going to die one day. Like, this is all one big dance on a blue marble. You're putting your energy into this? You're burning calories on a, a guy who said retard? Because you have a 13th cousin who's got downs? Blow me. This isn't about you. Get a life. Go help some, go help some, some tards then. Get a, join a camp. Wouldn't that be more better use of your time? Ah, I love it. I love it. I don't know. It just feels it's all very simple. But we like to just jizz on each other's tacos all day and then complain to the manager. Oh, man. I'm, I'm not a smart. I'm not a smart guy, but it's all it's all pretty black and white. I love it. Well, well, and Asian and Hispanic. I don't want to disclude exclude anybody. <laughs> I like that. I can subscribe to that philosophy for sure. Um, 
But you know, as a as a comedian, you you could get away with believing in something Hitler said more than you can something say Louis C.K. said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I love how he was this. He was lauded as this genius, brilliant comedic mind, and then he jerks off on a gal or on himself, I should say. And then now he's not a genius. Look, if if Michael Vick kills a dog or two, he's the the touchdown still counts. Right. And you could take Michael Jackson's platinum records off the wall, but they still sold as many as they did. Yeah, yeah. I just watched Louie's new special, and I fucking loved it. It was great. He's still got it, man. And I thought he addressed the whole masturbatory situation pretty well. Uh, You've seen it, right? I've seen it twice. I thought it was uh, masterful. I had to watch it on a preview screen. Because I downloaded it, I bought it, downloaded it to a USB stick. It wouldn't load on the TV, so I had to watch it um, in micro screen. So, by the way, we got Brandon here finally. Brandon, can you say something? Fuck technology. Oh, hey, there you are. Sorry about the cops. That happens pretty much five times a day in our neighborhood, too, so no big deal. Oh, nice. They're after Mark because he's black. Yes, they know. (laughs) I can see that. They've seen my dick. (laughs) How about the black dick? Isn't that quite a perk? (laughs) Nobody ever talks about that. That's privilege, right? (laughs) All right, we're having fun. (laughs) Oh, my God. I've never thought of it that way. (laughs) What, are you kidding? I think about that every 10 minutes. (laughs) Black privilege? Yeah, I mean that's you're just born with a huge dick. dong. That's amazing. Like, that's that's beyond society. That's biological privilege. And you know what? You not don't to even... mention not to mention they're vertical. <laughs> you don't even need the actual big dick. You just need that reputation. You know? Yes. Because you yes. find yourself in that in that club, and they're like, "Oh, okay, this guy's got a big dick." And then it, by the time you're in that situation where you realize it's a big dick or not, eh, it's not your problem anymore. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Say no? Maybe yeah, if they do, point. respectfully leave. But yes. probably not. Probably not. You're already there, and they're all tuned up and wet. Fuck it. Fuck that little white dick. <laughs> so where did you uh, – if you don't mind, I like talking about your new special. Where did you film this? Uh, well, I actually filmed it in the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. I was running this hour around for years, and nobody would buy it. So I said, fuck it, I'll shoot it myself. And I shot it at the Dynasty Typewriter. Uh, nice. Whatever, wherever that is. What is that? Hollywood. Uh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. And we just shot two shows. They both sold out, and we got some some pretty high end camera equipment and uh, a couple of Jews, and we shot that puppy and put it in the can. And thank Allah, I did when I did, because right now uh, comedians are shit out of anal here. Right. So you've you've been working on this material for. Uh, a couple of years and then you filmed it or you filmed it you've been shopping it for a couple of years filmed it in january and i've been running that hour for like three four years so it's tight oh, wow. as a virgin's honey pot to quote shawshank and uh <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's it was ready to be put down as they say because i was starting to go to different cities and they were like yeah we've heard a lot of this so i was like yeah you're right i need a new hour let me let me uh put this one in the can and now it's ready for YouTube on Tuesday. 
That's fucking awesome. I can't wait. One of my favorite um, video clips is everyone's favorite video clip. You're probably sick of hearing this. The one you did on uh, Good Day Cleveland or Good Morning Cleveland where... Oh, yeah. Thanks. Man, I have never laughed so hard in my life at anything. And oh, wow. I, I, I forced Brandon to watch it. Um, and same thing. He was screaming, laughing at it. Oh, yeah. Well, I yeah, I was on board in like three seconds. I'm just curious. So, what what was uh what was uh, the host's response like after the cameras turned off? It was a little tense. It was a little awkward. But uh, I think I was pretty hungover, and that was like my fifth morning <laughs> thing that day. So I was just like, ah, fuck it. I'm saying whatever I want. And she was a little like, Jesus Christ. The cameras went off, and she kind of exhaled, like, whew. All right, we got a real live one here. Thank you. We'll see you in hell. <laughs> So it didn't get the phone number, I'm guessing. No, I think she's married and I'm gay, so it didn't work out. But hey, we sold out every show that weekend because of that morning show. So that was a first for me. Oh, that's the important thing. Fuck. Yeah, and it's also, it just tells you how unpredictable the internet is. Like, I've done a million late night shows, Tonight Show, Conan, a couple specials, all this shit, podcasts. Nobody cares. I do this one random morning show in Cleveland, Ohio at eight in the morning with a crazy hangover and a half a boner, and that goes viral. That's about the only time anybody cares about Cleveland for anything, so uh, fair enough, <laughs> yeah. man. You put them on the map. Yeah, me and LeBron, and then we both left. <laughs> so, Mark, can you tell that Brandon is a goose-stepping Trump supporter who just took off his clan head to join this meeting? I, I can't. I can't. You look more like an independent filmmaker. <laughs> oh, Christ, out in L.A., yeah. Jesus. Are you I'm drinking? Sure. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit behind, so I have to catch up a little bit to really deal with life. All right. I hear oh, that. Wow. Hey, you got a corona. See, yeah. topical. This, is, like, this whole thing feels like an AA like advertisement, like... Things could be worse. <laughs> yeah, right? You could be but Brandon. The, the hair looks good either way, so that's a perk. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mark. Fuck you, Dave. Your hair looks good too, Mark. Are you, uh, are you sure you're not half Jewish? I wish. I, I might have a dabble of uh, foreskin in me somewhere, but uh, no, I'm, I'm full whoppy Frenchy. Oh, French? And you're calling Canadians gross? Come on. <laughs> I know, I know. We got pretty good bread and uh and French press. I got nothing. French toast. French uh, kiss. We got kiss. And you've got cheese stands every three miles on the highway. Oh yeah, we got hairy arm pitted women who smoke and drink wine. All of that on the toilet too. Yes, that's right, that's right. And we uh we give up in a war. <laughs> yeah that's been going on forever that's nothing that's hilarious but so does your girlfriend uh your girl you mentioned that your girlfriend's a uh, paraplegic you're a yep, gay yep. black man is this yep. a, a green card marriage or an arranged marriage <laughs> i actually met her on 90 day fiance and uh we both actually lived in america but we just need to get on tv so we just said fuck it we'll stay together right that's the jerry springer way no, honestly, she came over one day and we couldn't get her out of the apartment with the uh, the rascal and all. So she just she just moved in. 
So now you're well, at least it checks off quite a few boxes for uh, for comedy and getting on TV these days. So, oh hey, yeah, that's a free pass. Oh yeah, if she gets pregnant, she'll have the high, biggest special ever. You'll have to get a boner for that though. Oh well, I have to look at some uh, some grinder first just to get heated up. Well, at least if you're half soft, uh, so is she. So it works out. <laughs> she's she's all soft. There ain't no half about it. <laughs> she's like a warm cheese. Sorry. So are you back in New York right now? I uh, I miss the uh, miss the beginning of the party because I'm an idiot with technology. No, I'm I'm in Manhattan right now. I'm in the West Village of uh, New York City, and it's just finished raining. And uh, now I'm walking around in the playground, which I can't believe is open. Yeah, they're finally starting to reopen all that crap. Yeah, I guess so. They say May 15th, but who the hell knows? I'm sure it'll get pushed back till 2048, and we'll all just die from eating too many groceries. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it says May 15th, then we'll, then we'll see what's what. See, ours, sure, yeah, we're already halfway on our uh, way to dying uh, from eat, overeating anyway, so it just speaks oh, to yeah. us. Well, yeah, we're we're a fat nation, and I like how we act. We're acting kind of like we're heroes. Like I'm staying in, I'm not doing anything. I'm watching Netflix and jerking off and eating my own jizz. What a hero! <laughs> yeah, it used to be normal Friday night. Now, now, uh, now I'm the savior of humanity. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm trying to. You know, I know I'm out right now with my mask around my ankles, but I'm trying to. Uh, you know, adhere to the rules. I, I'm a team player. I, I want to get through this. I'm, I'm doing the six feet. I'm not queefing on anybody or anything. And I'm trying. <laughs> I just want to get through this just like everybody else. I want to get back on the road and, you know, get sloppy at a bar and go get a haircut and go to a restaurant, for Christ's sake. How do you think that's going to be for comedians going back on the road? Uh, there's going to be a lot of comics trying to work, trying to get as many shows in as possible is there is it going to be harder do you think to get gigs yeah i think so i think uh the bigger comics are going to drop down to the clubs again because theaters i think they're going to do a whole you know hey you can only have 50 percent capacity or 25 percent, and then those people have to sit apart from each other so i think comedy is going to really take it on the chin for a good uh good couple months for the but when it comes comedian. back it's going to be back what's that for the working comedian yeah, yeah, yeah. These YouTube queefs are going to really live it up. <laughs> Why is everyone a queef? You've, you've talked about that uh, uh, a little bit with us, as well as in that Hello Cleveland interview. Is that, uh, <laughs> is that your favorite bodily function? It's up there with my favorite words. I think it's one of the funniest words ever, and yet nobody seems to use it. So I was like, fuck it. It felt like a like a, a barn find, you know, they find like an old portion of barn that's been sitting there. I feel like queef was just sitting in a barn and I opened the door and I got hit with this badge funk. And I said, Oh, Eureka, this is a hot term that nobody's jizzing on. So I'm taking it. <laughs> oh my God. Does that make sense? After a while you start to get my lingo. I love it. Just start talking about queefing on everything. Yeah, there you go. And then people can be queefs. That's also fun. And everybody's a Jew. If you're a, kind of a wuss, that's a queef. And uh, jizzing on something is, means you're, you, you, it's a big deal. It, it means you like it. I like to say point, points his dick at it. But Louis Ooh, ruined that. I like that too. 
Sorry. Know, someone really likes it. Or if they're mad at something, too. It's, so, it's anything that you're passionate about. You know, oh, that club <laughs> owner stiffed me out of 300 bucks, so I just I pointed my dick at him. You know, that has I a like different in today's world. Right, right. That's good, though. I like it. I, I like anybody who has their own uh, lingo. When I was a kid, I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood and uh they had their own speak and then whenever some other white kid would come in and try to talk ebonics he always sounded like a goof and i said you know what i wish i had my own lingo and i will never steal theirs so i want to have my own so fuck it i'm making it just just queef city queef city jizz it up jews anal nazi you name it you grew up in new orleans uh born and raised yeah wow New Orleans is very different from the rest of Louisiana, would you say? Oh yeah, I mean it's uh, it's very different from the whole country. I'd say it's it's its own thing. It's own thing, yeah. It's it's the Wild West. We can drink outside. We got the food. We got the jazz. We got the crime. We got the murder. We got uh, a yeah. You got cooking. those late night break-ins too, right? Oh yeah, we got we got Mardi Gras. I had a I had a transvestite as a nanny tranny nanny if you will uh we got robbed all the time i lived in a big mansion in the middle of a horrible neighborhood and so everybody assumed we were rich but we just got a hell of a deal yeah that that, that was a 300 pound dude right uh, the, the nanny. yeah he was a big guy he was like a i don't know, like a terry cruz ish all right fella. fair enough yeah you don't really see cross-dressing little men why is that Maybe I don't you know. Do. Yeah, the you first just one I ever saw was this dude who was probably about six <laughs> four. Looked like he could have played linebacker for the Rams. Big veiny hands, like wasn't fooling anybody. Yeah, exactly. It's never like a hot little twinky guy. It's always some ripped giant black dude with a wig on. You're like, dude, who are you fooling here? You know, but it's it's never like the the sexy little smooth chested uh, Asian boy. <laughs> You know, like the the ones you can get on your lap in Thailand for uh, for ten bucks an hour. So I hear. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that's pretty expensive. That's a pretty penny in Thailand. The prices have went up <laughs> since you've I mean, been getting ripped off for years. It was a nickel when I was banging. Shit, it's inflation, man. So it's quarantine prices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jeez, everybody's getting cocky now. I liked it better when they had low self-esteem and they were uh, they were giving the first one away for free. <laughs> so, Mark, what's your day-to-day like during the quarantine? You wake up, what's the first thing you do? First thing I do is I cry, and then I uh, I just sit and watch the news for an hour, and then I make some, some shitty oatmeal. I throw a scoop of peanut butter in there. I do a couple push-ups just so I don't hate myself. And then I will uh, talk to the lady. I'll, I'll wash down her folds, all that stuff. And uh, then I'll tweet something out. Then I'll, uh, I'll do an Instagram post. And then I'll email my friends and shit like that. And I'll do a podcast such as this. I'll walk around just so the tension in the apartment isn't too bad. And then I usually get pretty drunk at night and uh, watch some TV. And I fall asleep with my dick in my hand. Now, how much does that deviate from your normal routine outside of quarantine? Uh, pretty much the same, except at night I'd be doing sets. <laughs> it's a benefit of working one hour, one hour a night, they say. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm boy, I miss it so much. I have no purpose in life. Before I had a superpower, uh, you know, it's like I used to have this uh, 18 inch dong, and now I can't get it up. <laughs> I love that. When's the last time you've been to LA? Uh, geez, I was in LA, and I think uh, early February I did Rogan again, or maybe it was January. I did Rogan. I did a couple big pods and had a great time. Did the Comedy Store, pitched the TV show that no one cared about, and uh, yeah, I might even come back for 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 this special just to promote it. Right on. Um, I work for a I work for a television network, um, and we're coming back to work on Tuesday. It's because the people from the New York office are coming down here because we're going into stage two of reopening today. Oh, hey, congrats. So, yeah, we're back, to, we're back to the shit. But this is right after our governor said, uh, we're, we're going to stay on lockdown forever. We want everyone to live. So no economy for anyone. And then <laughs> the next day he said, uh, just kidding. Right, go right. Work. God, that was after they you... were storming the Capitol building with the guns in Michigan, so they didn't want that to happen here. Wow, nobody's storming. Not in L.A. You guys will storm the Capitol with a, with a healthy smoothie and a fresh <laughs> juice, maybe a yoga mat. Well, not but, in L.A., uh... but we have, California's got such a massive population that, right. yeah, in general, most people are storming the Capitol building with smoothies. But sure, there are yeah. enough nut jobs with guns in bakersfield or or fresno yes yeah oh yeah bakersfield is terrifying even as a honky i feel ethnic over there yeah i went to a walmart in bakersfield one time and i happened to notice that they were sold out of 99 dollar engagement rings <laughs> wow yeah. that's gold i hope they put the engagement ring right next to the pregnancy test <laughs> no, they don't sell those at walmart just at the dollar store <laughs> with the condoms you gotta buy them both together Right, way. right. Whew, good times. It's good to know there's still a lot of white trash out there. You know, I feel like, I feel like brown people in general get the, feel this weird inferiority. Like, oh, everybody makes fun of us and the, the projects and the welfare and the whatever. Like, no, no, whitey's fucked up too. We're all fucked up. Whitey's eating, uh, you know, dog dog food and fucking their sister and all this shit. <laughs> like, we we got real. We're we're gross as well. We're all overweight and. You know, doing meth and opium and heroin. We're, we're, we're garbage. No, if you, if you had to rank all of the stereotypes, uh, white trash would be at the bottom of the barrel. Like, that's just yeah. the garbage, the worst of the worst type of person. Right, and, right. Because we're gross, and also we kill people and think we're the best. You know, all these, <laughs> there's literally white supremacists who are the worst whiteies ever. Like, you're the, you're the one representing us? You look like ass. It can't be Brad Pitt or uh, David Beckham or what's the guy who did Thor? That hunk. No, it's always some uh, some guy who looks like John Goodman in a camo hat. Brandon, Brandon, say something <laughs> so you can see his face. Yeah, that's that's uh, the goose stepping uh, Trump supporter uh, representing the white race, saying he's the superior one. Um, right, right. Walk across that grocery store without falling out of breath. Well, yeah, when I was a truck driver and I was going through the South, Louisiana, Alabama, and shit, I could go into the Walmart. Nobody batted an eye. No one thought I was one of those L.A. fags or anything like that. I was just one of the good old boys uh, wondering if I was going to show up for the uh, beer bash and the cross burning on Friday night. Right, right. Why, why the burning, by the way? Why, uh, why not just have the cross? The burning feels offensive to the, the Christian queefs. 
<laughs> Who knows? Maybe so they can barbecue at the same time, I guess. I don't know. That redneck uh, engineer. And how do you come right. up with the names, Brandon? Like the Grand Lizard? You know, the big butt dragon? Wizard. Yeah. Wizard. These are KKK rankings. Uh, butt dragon and Grand Lizard. Brandon, which one are you? Uh, I think I'm the butt lizard. Grand butt lizard. <laughs> hey, that's a great uh, punk band from Austin. All right. It sounds like it, yeah. Mark, the we like to do lizard. a little thing on this uh, on this podcast where Brandon will recite a few headlines from different places, and we have to guess where, they, where they're from. Uh, okay. He'll explain that. Uh, we like... Very much appreciate you coming on on this podcast. We know you just did Rogan, did all these big podcasts, and then you come dipping down into ours. You'll probably get a tax break for this. Hey, all right. I never pay them anyway. <laughs> all right. So it's a little little game we normally play called uh, Florida Man versus California Man versus uh, Canada Man. Uh, mm. We're also going to throw in uh, uh, Louisiana Man into this hey. big today. So right. any. Of any of these stories, the individuals can show up at any of these states at any time. All three of them could be from the same place. So uh, let's get started with the first one. Man well, I accidentally guess, I guess, himself. I'm sorry? I guess what city that it's from? Yeah, what what state, yeah. So state, like, state, I'll read sorry. a story and then just guess which state uh, or uh, country the uh, person's from. Uh, Florida, okay. California, Canada, or Louisiana. Got it, got it. All right. Man accidentally sets himself on fire trying to fix truck. Woo-wee. Ah, that could be anywhere. I, I mean, I want to go Florida for every single one of these, but I'll say California just for the odds. Uh, Dave, what do you got? Canada. No, this, uh, this is in Harvey, Louisiana. Oh, I should have uh, gone to hometown. <laughs> Damn. I yeah, just across the river. That was actually my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that's happened more than once, huh? Oh, yeah. It's a yearly thing. We do it around Thanksgiving. That's how we get the turducken. <laughs> nice. Hey, I'll cook that turkey. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hit me with another one, Second Daddy. story. Man tries to run over store clerk. <laughs> Woo. I'm going Florida. Yeah, me too. Florida man. That's something they yeah, do. Yeah, that, that one seemed a little obvious. Yes. What happened? Uh, the guy was in uh, uh, got into an argument with a clerk about uh, something with a price about something and uh, turned into an argument. So he hops into his truck uh, with a trailer attached to it, circles around the lot, and the clerk's standing at the front of the uh, front of the store watching him, and he just starts barreling full speed ahead, like takes out one of those uh, – like yellow concrete post sends her flying into the door and then just wow. backs the fuck up and whips out of there. Nice. You know what? That sounds a little more like Canada, man, because no guns were involved. Oh, that, that happened. Someone got denied entry into a dollar store. So they came back and m murdered the security guard with a gun. Well, well I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a gun rack in the, in the pickup truck. It's, it's Florida after all. I don't think you can legally drive down there without having one. Maybe you can get a DUI, but for guns. And that happened to him. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last story here. Man jumps onto wine truck, climbs underneath to drink from valve while going down the highway. Oh, I'm going to go in Canada. Yeah, Dang. let's go with, let's go with uh, uh, Louisiana, man. I think it was Mark. 
<laughs> no, this one was out uh, out here in California. Ah, those vineyards, huh? Yeah, good old wine country. Should have known. Should have known. Yeah, it was uh, it was somewhere up north. Damn, that was dumb. We should have had that. Well, we, we do have some white trash and rednecks up up north too. Like once you get out of like Napa Valley and uh, San Francisco, go uh, east a little bit. You're in the boonies. Oh yeah, is is California the most populated state? I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, at about forty-four million. Woo wee! That's pretty good. Is that high? That's more than Canada. That's higher than the population of Canada. Yeah, it's it, it's basically the U.S.'s version of Canada, so that works out. They got the same initials, everything. Yeah, Smooth. Canada doesn't. Uh, they don't. You guys don't fuck. No, we don't. That's why. We, yeah, we, the population is just going down. It's too cold to fuck. Right. First with those opposite. small white dicks and the cold, fucking double whammy. <laughs> this guy's from Iowa. Go. That's on their. That's on. Their, that's in their state flag. It's just a limp penis with a <laughs> cornfield. It's a state bird. All right, Mark. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, oh, stay right. safe during the quarantine. Where do we find you online? Uh, hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. I'll, I'm on uh, MarkNormanComedy.com. One word. Uh, that's my website. You can find all my my jizz on there. And then I'm I'm on Twitter at Mark Norm, Instagram at Mark Normand, and uh, check out my special Out to Lunch on YouTube on Tuesday. Man, I can't wait for that. Legitimately excited. Yeah, same hey, here, man. Thanks, guys. You guys are fun. You guys are nice, and we're all gay. Yeah, all super gay. All right, virtual, virtual sword crossing. <laughs> Everyone, pull your pants down. We'll stop recording, and then we'll pull the pants down. Wait, all wait. right, it's a date. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> right. Thanks a lot, Mark. Stay safe thank during you. this quarantine. Yeah, thank, thank you, you man. Yeah, have a good thank one. You.